Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsession will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com. AllThingsComedy.com is the podcast network that I am a part of proudly with Elle Madrigal and Bill Burr, Tom Papa, Aaron Foley, Baron Vaughn, and a bunch of other podcasts if you're looking for fun podcasts. Go to AllThingsComedy.com. So other than that, let's do the credits. Mike Rickberg composed and sang the song you just heard for the Dork Forest. He will sing again lyrics that he made up to the Mexican hat dance. Vilmos fixes my website, JackieCation.com, and Patrick Brady's going to fix this audio, and that is great. It is November, so do not donate to the Dork Forest this month or next month. This month and next month, December, Take the 10 bucks you might have sent or whatever you, you, you have sitting around and donate it to your local food bank. Here's what I recommend. You Google your town and the words food bank and it will come up and then you should be able to just do it online. Just donate, uh, 10 or 20 bucks to uh, the food bank. More if you can afford it, obviously. If you do want to support the show or if you want Dork Forest t-shirts or Ranger t-shirts or my new stand-up t-shirt is a spooky reading girl t-shirt. That's all available on JackieCation.com, which has videos of me doing stand-up, my CDs, my newest special and DVD CD, all available online for download at ComedyFilmNerds.com has the download of my DVD comedy special. Or you can get a hard copy at JackieCation.com. And I will sign anything you want, because I will sign anything you want. And you can use the Amazon banner, if you like. The Amazon banner is on the right-hand side of, of the homepage of JackieCation.com. It's white. And you just go to Amazon, order like normal, and I get a kickback. And I appreciate uh, that, if you are inspired by that. Stand-up comedy-wise, I am working this week opening for Brian Regan and getting to watch Brian Regan, which is really half half the... Half the joy of, if not, because I love doing stand-up comedy and his audiences are amazing. But then you get to watch Brian Regan work. Anyway, I will be on November 19th, Charleston, South Carolina. And then the 20th, Chattanooga, Tennessee. 21st, Charlotte, North Carolina. The 22nd, Birmingham, Alabama. And then I will be back in Los Angeles for Thanksgiving. I hope you are all doing well and you enjoy this show because it's a good one. Thanks a lot. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. Uh, these new microphones are now a little Ruth Buzzy for me, and I'm irritato. Uh, but welcome to the program, Steve Young. Welcome back. Thank you. Yes, I'm returning. Uh, I was going to say returning champion. I'm a returning speaker. Yes, you were on. <laughs> I'm a returning person. Four years ago. Yeah, something like that. So that's uh, the rotation, sadly, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> not cool, not cool. And but this one, last one, you were on with someone, a partner, Nancherla. Who I have wanted to get on, I've wanted to get both of you on for your own solo Come. dorkdoms yeah. because neither of you really got to shine. You gotta really, I gotta stick some people. I think I shine. Come on, oh, come on. Take it back. <laughs> SteveYoungComedy.com, you guys, and, uh, at SteveYoungRocks on Twitter. But SteveYoungComedy.com has all the links to all the things. Facebook, yes. Instagram, uh, all of it. And I have an idiotic Twitter handle because I didn't realize it would become a comedy barcode for the rest of my life. Um, <laughs> but it's made me commit to rocking. So, right. good for that reason. There you go. Now, you, you have a, <laughs> you have a commitment to really yeah. bring it. Steve bring Young the rocks. thunder. Could it be, yeah. Have you seen Hamilton 
or have heard have you heard about Alexander Hamilton the musical? I've, I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. No, I haven't seen it either, and I won't because it'll be five hundred dollars a seat. Sure, but, yeah. uh, but it's uh, there's a. Uh, uh, at one point, Thomas Jefferson says, I don't even wonder, I wonder why I even bring the thunder, because he's talking to Alexander Hamilton, <laughs> which is one of the greatest rhymes That's awesome. in the world. Mm-hmm. And George Washington goes, bring the thunder. Uh, it's a really great exchange, as far as I can tell, from only hearing the soundtrack. Is that something, is the play anachronistic like that, or is that actually a term they would have used back then? No, it's just, it's anachronistic. Okay. I think it's been updated to some extent, though mm-hmm. uh, George Washington's farewell address seems to be relatively verbatim. Okay. And uh, he's, you know, and he's doing, and, and I guess um, s- some of the Reynolds papers where mm-hmm. uh, Alexander Hamilton I didn't know anything about Alexander Hamilton two weeks ago. I, I had, didn't either. I have a little I bit of information. I don't either. I'm, right. learning it. I'm learning it right now from you. Right now. Actual time. <laughs> We're living it. Why don't we talk about you? I get my York history though? from drunk history. <laughs> I get, but yeah, I get my history, uh, usually from hip hop and yeah. stand up comedy. <laughs> so, uh, what, uh, what is interesting to me is that I think we've been talking about doing the Dork Forest for a long time and mm-hmm. we haven't done it, but you have been hosting a trivia night. For uh, as day job kind of stuff, right? I don't or- any longer. It was a day job thing. I did it for two and a half years up until March of this year. Right. So- Congratulations on no longer doing it. Thank you. I think Thank it's you. A yes. soul soul sucking, if yes. I remember correctly. I can just imagine the applause break out there going on right now. <laughs> okay. I can. I'm feeling it right now. Do you feel the love? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, I learned a little about a lot because I wrote the questions. I created 50 questions every week. Did you have to? Or did they, or is there something you could have just? I cut and paste my own stuff. I mean, as time went by, so I wasn't reinventing the wheel every week. But um, the thing, yeah, I mean, a lot of people say, well, why don't you just, you know, cut and paste them on the internet? Um, And that's just some guy. You have no idea what the questions are. You don't know whether they're accurate or Right. You'd have to research them anyway. So that was the thing that was super time. I got a lot of time back in my life once I stopped doing this because, I mean, (laughs) the writing the questions was crazy. And, uh, yeah, it was just, you couldn't really rely on the correct answer, that the answers were right. And also you had to hit a sweet spot with the crowd's intelligence level. Ah. And so I could What kind of bar was it? Uh, it was a hipster dive bar in Los Feliz, which okay. is, if you don't live in LA, that's sort of, you know, kind of. The beards. Yeah, exactly. There's the flannels. <laughs> exactly, yeah. The, and then, I was going to occasional... try and like articulate it much more long, but that's the best way to put it. Beards, flannel. <laughs> Right. Yeah, you know, I was just in uh, Portland, and I actually saw one of those uh, those hair bun things. The guys who were wearing the little buns on top oh, of their heads. Of course, heads. yeah. And uh, I had seen a picture. I would only seen a picture of a gentleman mm-hmm. who was had a hair bun on top of his head, and that picture actually had a tiny fedora on top of that hair mm-hmm. bun, which I was like, okay, that is a commitment to some weirdo action. But it was at a weird. And in in Portland, it was a now this hipster bar. It was the guy had the fedora, like a tiny hair bun, but then there were women in stilettos. So it oh. was, it was both sides of the, of the weirdo fence of, of commitment, really. But they were wearing their stilettos ironically, like. Possibly. Could you imagine if I were some lady wearing stilettos in 1987? <laughs> like they're trying to evoke that. Uh, possibly. It looked real. It looked kind of yeah, real. This bar was not as full on hipster as that. I've done shows. I used to kind of have a freelance job that took me to Echo Park a lot. And that was way, <laughs> that was a whole other level. And I was, when you were talking about the fedoras just now, yes. I always remember I was at a show in Echo Park 
And I saw two dudes. It was like super cramped. Everyone was standing on the patio and they were both wearing those fedora. Is it called like a pork pie hat or something like okay. that? Okay. Yeah. There's or, a pork pie hat. And they had little feathers and they're both looking, they're both staring, they're looking, they're both scanning the crowd, but they're right next to each other and they were not acknowledging each other. That was the weirdest thing. Like, come on, like, come on. You, you have, have to acknowledge each nod. other. Yeah. Just give like, each other a chin. <laughs> we're part Just of the same man. tribe here, you know. <laughs> I remember when my, one of my nephews was about 16 and he was like, uh, I think it was in the 90s, like very Nirvana-y kind uh-huh. of time. And there was this whole thing about how he wanted to be super unique. And my sister-in-law was like, he wants to be so unique. And I drop him off and he looks exactly like every other 16-year-old. And I said, which every six, I mean, everybody tries to dress exactly, you know, you're you're all saying something. You're saying the same damn thing, but you're all saying at least something else from your parents or whatever, whether it's your saggy pants or your weird flannel or your... I'm going to shave half of my hair and then have it yeah. wrong on one side, which was something that was done in the 80s. And then Cameron Esposito still does it. But other exactly. than that. <laughs> she totally does. Yeah, but exactly. That's, but that's the only. That's, that's the, the only. funny thing about being, I'm 42 and just having this mentality of like, it's not shocking. It's not, I mean, you're, there's an age gap, but right. I'm like, I'm also not shocked by it because I've seen it all before. And, right. You, know. you can't, you're not going to, your tattoo and your, t- and, and your piercing is not going to do The only it. thing that freaks me out is face tattoos and like crazy ear gauges. Uh, what's an ear gauge? That's those are the plastic discs. I think that's the right term. You know, for those discs Brian Regan calls them backgammon pieces. And they are. They're totally. They backgammon look just pieces. like backgammon yeah. pieces, but some of them are even bigger than that. But I like the idea that they're called gauges in the fact that they might gauge something, or they might, <laughs> they might be a twisty, or they might. There's nothing. I don't know. I haven't looked into it. I I heard. I don't know. You heard the term, and you're like, I, heard oh, I guess the, that's I heard what the they're kids called. calling it that. I, I had to wait and see if it was an app they were talking about, or a drug, or a band, and then it's like, uh, oh, it's those app. things. Delete the app, guys. Yeah, the craziest, the craziest ear gauge situation I ever saw as I was at a store on Melrose Avenue, and this guy came up who worked in the store and was like, "Can I help you?" And he was backlit. It was like a super bright day, and I think there was even a truck parked out. <laughs> On the side, so he's ba- he's silhouetted. He used to have the giant giant ear gauges. Right, took them out, so oh. it was just like giant floppy earlobes, Spanish moss situation. And I look at him, and I, it's like I, I nearly had a stroke. And I'm like trying to rebound. I'm like, no, I'm good. Nosferatu, get the fuck away from me. You're frightening. Um, right, right. What is? Yeah, I mean, it does feel like something you once you make that commitment, you're in. It's like a face tattoo. It's like a neck tattoo yeah. where you're like, I don't know how you undo that. There's a surgery, but I think it's a few grand. To, for the tats or for the Not ears? Not for the tats. I'm sure there is for the tats too, but uh, for, the ears? for the ears, yeah. Okay. So you really, I mean, so instead of LASIK, you you would get- uh, But they have to so- earn that money, which is, <laughs> there's sort of like an inherent barrier in having that look and then needing to, you know, come up with right. a few grand. So. Right. I, somebody used to do, or not just somebody, any number of somebodies used to do a joke on the variation of the thing about a face tattoo is that it, it really says, I want to work at the coffee shop forever. It was, I've heard that variation of that yeah. joke a thousand times. And there's a variation- of many jokes a thousand times. Right, right, my, sure. My favorite, you know, the Amy Schumer, we're taping this in the uh, middle of October, and the Amy Schumer Patrice thing just came out. Did you hear about that yesterday? Yeah, and I saw both clips side so by side I. yesterday. Yeah, Side by side, because someone was very conveniently going, mm-hmm. can you believe she did that? And you're like, no, I completely believe she did that, because they were four different weird sexual acts that I know nothing about that all sound like, they. it's just, as far as I could tell, it was premise overlap. 
Yeah, I mean that's I what I thought too. It was Yeah, I didn't I didn't think it was. I mean there are certain jokes that are I mean especially stuff about sex. Mm-hmm. Sex is so pervasive in stand-up comedy Absolutely. and people and 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 there're definitely things that people talk about at the same time all the time. Yeah. So I don't understand why but my favorite tweet was uh Pete Lee out of uh he's New York. He's a Minneapolis comic, but he's out of New York okay. and and he uh he said uh dear non-comedians if you don't understand the process, please stop being comedy oh. police. I can't take it. Applause break. <laughs> Applause break. break. Pete Lee, well played. Well played. Pete Lee tweets. That's uh, Yeah, point. well, especially all these people that – all these lovely podcast listeners like yourself out there. <laughs> but there are, there seems to be like this uh, attitude that they are experts. I mean if you're – you can be exposed well, to a lot more a comedy. Exactly. Yeah. You can really go dork with your comedy fandom. Yes. But that creates this illusion that you actually know how to do it or you have, the, the, you haven't experienced it personally. If you haven't been up it's, there on stage, you haven't done shitty bars and all that stuff, then well, it's – Well, there's there's partly that. And then there's people who just love Patrice so much yes. that they're like, no, everything you said was this unique flower. Mm-hmm. And you're like, dude was a snowflake. Nobody said he wasn't a snowflake. Yeah. And you get to love him, but there is – there. I mean – Nobody's that unique, yeah. you know. I mean, if you get an in the, I remember when Dana Gould wrote uh, the his Planet of the Apes joke, mm-hmm. and then seriously, I was so happy that he got it on tape mm-hmm. <laughs> because the following year there were like eight Planet of the Apes jokes, and for some reason it was in the zeitgeist. It was in the it was in the the air. Oh, was it because around the time the movie came out or something? I don't know. Maybe it was just in production. I don't okay. know. But he had just I Planet mean, of the Apes energy was out energy there. was out there. Yeah. And so, like, I remember Dork. <laughs> my Dork Forest joke was one of the first jokes that I ever heard that referenced the war reenactment guys. Okay. And then, like, the next three years, everybody had a war reenactment joke, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, thank God it got uh, got it on uh, you know on my. Comedy Central special or whatever, because you, you don't want to feel like you didn't, like you did rip it off or yeah. that it was derivative. Even though I, there's nine, I have, I have four jokes that came from probably something Maria Bamford has already joked about just because we hang out so much, right? Yeah, same you here. hang out with her all the time. Yeah. And so you're like, well, I'm going to be writing something that is coming from that same part of my brain. Right. So it's yeah, not totally. her joke, but it's the same part of your brain mm-hmm. that thinks about that kind of stuff. So, yeah. not a bad person to have rub off on you, by the way. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Though, of course, as we all know, genius does not. Uh, uh, there's a <laughs> game recognizes game. <laughs> yes, yes, but definitely. <laughs> It was Tina Fey said it, and this is not applicable in either of our cases, but, uh, uh, Tina Fey once said, what people forget about comedy is that it's not tr- sexually transmitted. Mm-hmm. Ab- about, uh, about genius. That's what oh, she said. Oh, got it. Yeah. Is that you can't, by screwing it. She's boned a lot of dum-dums, I think is what she's saying. <laughs> hey, Marie, you that listening? A, a, a cold hard diss to all of her exes out there. That's it, man. Mm-hmm. That guy that introduced her to coffee. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, the uh, so let's actually get to your dorkdoms because the thing is, is, you'd write these things and you got to do. I mean, I think of you like you do know who all the famous people are now, or a lot, yeah. of, a lot more of the famous. I grew up in a house where People Magazine was called the Bible. Oh my God! In what state? In just in, in total right, right. jest. No, no, Connecticut. Yeah. In Connecticut, not a Bible place. Not a Bible. Not 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 necessarily but that wealthy. So I grew up reading like from the time. I mean, yeah, it's always been like. So can you you can tell these people apart? 
is what you're telling me. Not the, like the, the modern, not the new like reality people, not the cover of Us Weekly. Like I, okay. I just, I'm checked out around that. I do have some trashy reality shows that I watch, but not. I won't do the whole spectrum. It's just got to be actors. Actors, like for you sure, can yeah. tell Jennifer Lawrence from the next brown-haired lady. Well, yeah, Jennifer Lawrence is blonde. I think so. Shit. Yeah. yeah. God dang it. <laughs> she's borderline. I think okay. she's done. Yeah. Has she done some highlights? Is there? Yeah. Is there? Yeah. <laughs> like I get Cameron Diaz and Gwyneth Paltrow mixed up. Oh so, no, no, which no, no, is no, no, not no. the same yeah. person at all. No. And and then there's another one who has a name. Uh, mm-hmm. Claire Danes, maybe. Are they okay. all of a of an age? Uh, Are they all sort of mid thirties? Yeah, they have ages. Are they um, all? Yeah, I think Cameron Diaz is uh, like mid to late thirties to some late, extent. She's like forty, I think. Pushing. <laughs> exactly. Let's end it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's funny though because I was preparing for this and I'm the. I was, as I told you, I realized from doing trivia how undork like I am, and I can back it up. Like I went on Twitter the night. I, I, uh, went on Twitter yeah. the night, uh, to, to get, to get feedback, you know, um, <laughs> and, uh, to see how awesome my, my, sh- my, uh, my show was. I mean, that's the sort of thing I did sort of run it, like want it to be like a show. I mean, there was, um, an element of, you know, I ran the trivia night that sort of had wanted to be funny and entertaining and all that. Okay. But anyway, um, someone just like, he said how, you know, crazy it made him when I called something a reboot instead of a... And I think it was Star Trek The Next Generation. I can't even remember what it was. Right. It was it a reboot? It was a, It was not a reboot. Was it a reimagining? Who the hell or, knows? Ooh. I can't even remember the thing and right. I can't... I'm, I should have I should have come correct with my information and seen exactly <laughs> what it so was. So oh, because you aren't into science fiction and you Can, aren't into that to, kind I mean, of I'll things. watch some stuff. I will... I mean, I love The Matrix. There are certain things that I really like but it's but not... But that's not... That's not even a dorkdom. I mean, that's not correct. a dorkdom. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the, I mean, sort of the classical nerd and dork stuff. I mean, seriously, I mean, knowing yeah. anything about Hollywood mm-hmm. pop culture, mm-hmm. that's... that. For me, feels super dorky. Yeah. Or to know things about cars. Yeah. Because I don't know anything about cars. So, but what, what, like, what are who are your favorite pop culture? I, I mean, are you still getting People Magazine? No, I'm not. Um, Entertainment Weekly. Okay. Um, the yeah. Star. I, for a year or two, I got the Star. What? Oh, Star Magazine. Star Magazine, or okay. or not the Star? Not it would the just star, be Star yeah. Magazine. See the look of confusion yeah. in my eyes. Sure. Said the Star. I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a second. Is this a magazine? I don't. Isn't the know Minneapolis about? Star? Isn't the Star the name of the, the Star paper? Tribune? Okay, That's an yeah. actual art uh, newspaper. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I'll allow so, it then. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, so Star Magazine. I did get Star Magazine yeah. until um, OJ was on the cover five weeks in a row, and I was like, I don't care anymore. I am looking forward to Ryan Murphy's show this spring. Um, it's a. It's called. He's the guy that does American Horror Story. I don't know if nope. you Nope. Know. I don't know. No idea. Ryan Murphy. Ryan Murphy is a very eclectic guy because he is the creator, director of Glee, which I not into, am not into, never got into. And uh, I heard he the does, first season was great. Yeah. Um, I saw a couple episodes. wasn't really my thing. Um, then he did American Horror Story, which is complete lurid trash. Uh, what was American And I've watched Horror- every episode of what it. What is that? <laughs> American Horror Story? It's, yeah. It's an anthology which series. sounds scary. <laughs> it is. This season they're doing right now, it just started and takes place in a hotel in downtown LA. What season is this? Uh, fifth. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Comes out every fall and it's only like 15 episodes or so. Okay. Um, but, uh, I can't remember what my point was. Okay. So, oh yeah, we were talking about OJ. I'm looking for, he's doing a series, a real life, it's called, it's called American Crime Story and it's coming out in February or March and it's John Travolta playing, um, Robert Kardashian or, 
Oh. Or Shapiro, one of them. And then uh, Cooper Gooding Jr. is playing O.J. Simpson. Uh, Selma Blair is playing Chris Jenner. It's basically like a real life. Instead of, instead of doing the horror story, it's, yeah. this time it's crime story. So. A crime reality kind of based on the true story of And it looks like OJ? trash. Yeah. Yeah, 100% based on O.J., um, but it looks every like every season do they do something that's based on reality or do they? This is the first time. This is the, this is the premiere. What was the first launch. season? Um, or what was a different, what was another season? What was well, I'm talking season? about two different series now. American, American Crime Horse. Story. American Crime Story is the one with OJ Simpson and that's going to be coming out. It hasn't been released yet. Oh, that's yet. a new show. They're filming. Yeah. By the brand same new guy show who did by American Ryan Murphy. Horror story. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, American Horror Story started, uh, the very first episode, the very first year was probably the best one where it's, uh, Dylan McDermott and Connie Britton, who your eyes probably have no, no idea who the hell no, they no. are. I know that name, yeah. Dylan McDermott. They are a Boston couple and they move to LA and they get this huge house that's probably like $5 million, but it's, you know, 20 different murders have happened there. So it's oh. a deal. <laughs> uh, so it's like, yeah, sure, let's live here. And then, um, mayhem ensues, but Jessica Lang is starred in it. And oh, what wow. they, what's different about it is that it's just in it, um, can't remember the term. It's basically they use the same actors but playing completely new characters and it's a completely new story from scratch every year. Okay. So this year it's this hotel and there's not really any continuity. There, there's some theories floating out there that there will be some continuity that links all these seasons together. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. This year I'm just sort of not into it because it just seems like gross and disturbing but not really scary. It's too much like – People enjoying torturing people. I'm not into torture porn. I'm not into right. that stuff at all. It's oh, just like, no. yeah, I want – the first year was freaky. Like it was just – I remember I was house-sitting in a big house. It was a murder house? house? So yeah. that was the murder house one. Yeah. They and, call, I don't think they called it – they may have called it murder house, but um, – Well, I'm calling it murder house. That's but, a fine name. But that's yeah. a perfectly good reference for that whole season. But that seems like a good uh, – that's a good premise for a horror show. Yeah. I like that it's just – it's not like it's so fantastic. It's just good escapism and it's unique. I mean everything is so real. It's all reality TV now. So just the fact there's real actors, production values. Right. And I like entertainment that has the appeal of a first draft. Like where it's just – you can tell okay. they sort of <laughs> – there's a couple other shows like that, but I like it where it just feels like the writers are having fun. It's fucking out there and crazy and bonkers. And it's just like, why not? Just go with it. Just do it. Okay. Are they, are the actors actually working off like a, is it like Larry David where they don't have a script? And oh, no, 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 no. That's like fully for scripted. real. Yeah. Okay. So it's fully scripted and it's, but it was based on, you know how like all horror movies are uh, supposedly based on true events? Yes. Was it supposedly based on true events? Uh, this year, actually, supposedly the one that's happening right now, the one that's airing right now, rather, yeah. it's uh, it's called um, I think it's called yeah, it's called American Horror Story Hotel. They've only had two episodes so far; just debuted a couple weeks ago. But the new one, it's based on a woman. It, it actually, there was an incident that happened in a downtown Los Angeles hotel like two or three years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, this woman was filmed uh, acting very erratically in the elevator. And then she, her body was discovered in a water tank on top of the hotel. And there's not, it has, it's unsolved. So she, but she was looking crazy. What? And that's, I think that's the only link, but I mean, this, that, yeah. This is like a haunted, you know, it's right. just like, well, what the hell happened there? And it's still unknown. <laughs> right. So you're like, well, this building is clearly yeah. cursed because yeah. something that we don't know what happened happened there. Yeah. So, well, that's interesting. But it's- the new one, I mean, the most implausible thing <laughs> yeah. is that there's no Wi-Fi and the self, there are no cell, no cell service in this hotel. I'm like, okay, right away, that place would be 
Empty. Outfold, yeah. Empty. Yeah. Nobody's staying yeah, there. Nobody no wants any part of any of that. And uh, I would try to create a hot spot and uh, I would go find a Hampton Inn. Yeah. Is what would happen. A downtown LA hotel. It needs the, the, Instagram asshole fan base that <laughs> needs instant Wi-Fi. You can't survive without them. Right. Even if you just want to murder them. You in LA, when Lord. you stay in a hotel, they don't give you an umbrella. They give you a selfie stick. Yeah. Oh, that's the dumbest joke ever. Anyway, I but- love Sebastian Maniscalco, or I don't know if I'm okay. pronouncing his you know, He's a stand-up comic, and he nope. calls a selfie oh, stick wait. a loneliness stick. And I think oh, that's the funniest freaking thing. I do know who Sebastian Maniscalco is. Yeah. Uh, he's uh, Sebastian Super Italiano, is yeah. what I called him, because uh, I ended up seeing him do, do a do a full hour at Cobbs in um, San Francisco. Yep. In San Francisco. And it was, I had never heard of him. Mm-hmm. I had never seen him. And he was kind of, he had this sort of Jersey Italian kind of yeah, vibe totally. to him until he started talking quite honestly about his life. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, well, I completely, this is a guy, I mean, he so clearly is in love with his wife mm-hmm. and he so clearly loves stand up cop and he's a goof. Yeah. And so there's a lot, there's a lot more to it than when you knee jerk react when you see somebody come on stage. Yeah. Which I should know better than to do. And yet there we I was. Yeah. Right. So, but you know, good seven, eight minutes mm-hmm. in, I'm like, okay, I'm in. And then, yeah. and then I watched him do an hour 10 and it was great. I love he films, I follow him on Instagram and he'll like film people in airports just being beasts, just like clipping their toenails or whatever. And he'll post like, you know, it's like a little 15 seconds or whatever. <laughs> right. He's got OCD and then he'll, a little And then bit. he'll turn, and then he'll turn the camera on himself and just be like, aren't you embarrassed? And it's just become his hashtag and it's always, you know, and he had some joke once where he talked about the way people dress in airports now. And he just said, you know, when you can see people. People can see you like, you know, just anyway. (laughs) Right. Well, I was just in the airport and uh, a woman, it's a whole new level of crazy in, cause I, I don't enjoy, uh, people on their phones in public toilets. Uh, it's a lot. Uh, it shows a disrespect (laughs) to whoever you're talking to. You're talking to. Yes. And it is uh, a brand new level. I'm sitting in, on the toilets in in my own world, uh, which I mean, I get. Whatever. I mean, I get media mm-hmm. in the toilet, but just you, you alone, just you read a book, do whatever you need to do, yeah. even if it's a public one, I don't care, but it's a solo activity, the whole toilet thing. Now, the woman next to me in that, and, and this, by the way, crosses all ages, mm-hmm. creeds, colors, religions, I don't care, uh, levels of, of, of. Whoa, disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> creeds. The, <laughs> creeds. Yeah. It's, it, it yeah. C- clear water. <laughs> Credence and uh, all, all of the bands. And so, but this woman was talking to uh, a guy, speakerphone. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I flushed three times on purpose. <laughs> We're in a drought. <laughs> I was so bad. I really, I, I really just wanted to yell, you're on, she's on the toilet. I just, I always want to yell that. And it's yeah. just, and he was, he was so sweet because I could hear him. Mm-hmm. He was going, you know, I love you so much. I miss what? you so much. And I just was like, she doesn't respect you. She doesn't respect you. She doesn't even like you. Uh, that's why she's talking to you on a speakerphone on the toilet. That's bananas. It was completely, I was like, if I were Sebastian though, <laughs> I yeah. would, I would, I would record that. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I might record that. That might be a, uh, uh, just a way to, cause I haven't, I have an iPhone 4 now. Mm-hmm. And it's Me got, too. A, yeah, and it's got a video, rec- it's got an audio recorder mm-hmm. on it, which is kind of exciting. Yeah. Steve Young, you're going to get to talk at some point during this, the door course. That's fine, yeah. 
It's great. Everybody should go to steveyoungcomedy.com. And, if you uh, want to hear more of my long pauses, you can uh, <laughs> check me out. <laughs> Exactly. Jackie Cation doesn't let the guests talk sometimes. I'm having a so, conversation. No, I felt I was I'm glad you're talking a lot because I was nervous. I was trying to be it's funny, you asked me to do this two months ago and in the meantime like, oh my god, what's my dorkdom? And I was gonna like read stuff, I was gonna like do other things and be like, right, Yeah, right. this is my area this is what I know. It's this like is, yeah. No, fra- well, a lot of fragmented stuff about, yeah, I kind of know something about this. Well but you I liked your uh your you described your musical taste. As a white, as a wedding list, a wedding DJ meets hipster. The thing about this trivia night is that you, it's, uh, I put too much time in it because of being a stand up comic. Like I couldn't go up, I was on the microphone off and on for the better part of two hours, mm-hmm. but between every category, I would blast, you know, blast, crank some jams, man. Crank some jams. But, um, yeah, I found that. Instead of trying to be hip or, you know, like trying to, you know, there's also a gen, again, I'm 42, so I don't even know, like a lot of these people were in there, most of the crowd was 20s and, you know, early 30s. Early to mid 30s. Cause that's when people are drinking out. On a Sunday night, too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Where it's just like, fuck it, man, yeah, I have to work tomorrow morning, but. but no, I can- my body just <laughs> exactly. bounces right back. But, um, I didn't try to like emulate whatever they'd be into. I mean, I did a little bit. There, there is, of course, some overlap, but I just realized, you know, if you want to get the crowd going, Rock With You by Michael Jackson from his <laughs> off the wall era. Okay. Um, this is a more recent song, Pony by Genuine, which featured prominently in the, uh, Magic Mike movies. Okay. Um, okay. And, uh, but then I was interested – the interesting thing about this generation that – or people in their 20s is that they it, – it surprised me sometimes how how dated – or not dated, but how they would know stuff from 20 years ago or they would know stuff from 30 years ago because they – you know, yeah, they, the era doesn't really matter anymore because they're – you know, it's all digital. It's on YouTube or whatever. Right. They can really cultivate whatever their taste level is and discover things yeah, they, they've, in strange they, they've ways. They've got a scope yeah. of, of all this media from the mm-hmm. last 70 years that – I only had to, like, I stopped paying attention probably in mm-hmm. 94. Yeah. And that's when they were born. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. so they, you know, they grew up with their pop and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And there hasn't also been a lot of new kinds of music since hip hop. I was just thinking about that because I, um, I read a book a few years ago called Laurel Canyon, uh, which was about the music scene in Laurel Canyon. Okay. Uh, when? Uh, from the 65 to 1980, okay. uh, late 70s. And that changed so freaking drastically. I mean, like a lot of the music, like, you know, first it was the birds and Joni Mitchell and all, all those people. Right. Up to the 70s. And not that the people that lived in Laurel Canyon were necessarily punk rockers, but the Sunset Strip emerged into like, it was a punk scene with like the Germs and X and those kinds of bands. And like 15 years, when I was thinking about like the difference in 15 years, I mean. Right. Between, you know, 2000 and 2015, there hasn't been that dra- – I mean, there have been drastic changes in our lives, technology and wars and stuff like that. But in terms of music, it's not – Right. And there have been hits. Yeah. Uh, but I, I couldn't name one, Yeah, sadly. And mm-hmm. Usher is still working, so I'm happy yes. for him. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but I don't know – you know, like I don't know – and I certainly like that uh, – we were we were at Maria's wedding mm-hmm. and that Whip It Nene song that the kids started dancing to, oh, the, yeah, her I nephew can't... and her nephews and mm-hmm. her niece, and I was like, I have never even heard of such a thing. Yeah, but that's because I am fifty. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, there's no there's no way to not. I mean, I I don't I want to care, but yeah. not enough to care. <laughs> I don't want to care. You I don't really even want to care. <laughs> well. 
Good for them. You know, I mean, yeah. it's, if, I think no, no, it's it was, it was, like, and it was super fun. Once yeah. I looked it up, I was like, Oh, I kind of like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think as long as you're not like sour about it and be like, my generation was better. Woo. You know, I think <laughs> that's what I don't want to be. I'm sure I will be that at some point. Right. At <laughs> but, some uh, point I'll get all grumpy about yeah. something. But. but I think that it's funny. Like when it comes to comparing ourselves to people in their twenties, there's this, there's this, uh, like sanctimony, I think about like they're on their phones all the time. It's like we did not have some moral high ground. We just didn't have the phone. Like we right. didn't have that stuff. So oh I my don't God. think. Yeah. Yeah. And I noticed people in my own age group are as ridiculous and on, you know, <laughs> Yeah. On their phones. It's old like women on, on the media. toilet talking yeah. to their, <laughs> yeah. talking to people on their speaker phones because they don't yeah. know how to use their phones. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but they're still using their phones like crazy. You know, I, I, <laughs> but what, what are, I mean, quite honestly, I would love to hear what are, what pop, what pop icons today do you think are going to like last or like are really, really gifted? Like, is there a Madonna I have no today? Idea. No, is there is there a current version? I'm not version following of... it that closely, and I think okay. I think probably Lady Gaga, but that just seems like she's already cemented to a certain extent, and she incidentally is on um, this year. She, she's on American Horror Story right now. Oh, is she? Which is kind of yeah. I think a she's, shark she's jumping okay. kind of situation, or it's, this year I'm not a fan of already. They're bringing vampires like oh. every year. They, it's like everything but the kitchen sink with like five different <laughs> things, and this year it's like a serial. They don't need vampires. Vampires right. have been done. They're very 2011 in my opinion. Right. Um, <laughs> and I was I was down with True Blood up to a certain point. It's not, but I just feel like okay, right. You got to have something. There's else. a lot of really great television now too, and I can't see all of it. There's just Empire. there's not enough. I'm down with Empire. Empire is that the rate? Is that the the music? It's the hip hop label with, yeah. um, what's his name? Terrence Howard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I hear it's, I hear it's amazing. It's super entertaining. Um, yeah, it's, it's really but good. But Andy watches Scandal. I don't watch Scandal. That was the other show I was talking about when I talked about how shows that have the appeal of a first draft. Yeah. Where it's just like bonkers. And I think I was surprised that I got into that show because I thought it was just going to be like Grey's Anatomy goes to Washington and right, whatever. Right, right, right. I was like, I don't <laughs> Which, even like. Which, by the way, sounds adorable. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah, exactly. I, can't hate necessarily, but right. I never got into Grey's Anatomy. But Scandal reminds me of Twenty Four, which I freaking loved. Um, oh, okay, that sh- that is a dork. To- I saw every, I've seen every single episode, like you know, millions of other people. But right, right. I don't know. And it was so surprising that I got into that because that show is about. I mean, they drop a it's nuclear about one bomb. Day. They drop a <laughs> nuclear bomb on Newhall or like some city out in Santa Clarita, and it's like, why would that be soothing or entertaining? Like, why is that like, okay, good right. night. Yeah. Yeah. I'm- Watch that before I go to bed. It's, <laughs> it surprised me that I got into it so much and it was so soon after 9-11. I mean, that show actually, um, it debuted when 9-11 happened. It was, that was their very first season. So I think the first episode actually aired the week before, or like right 24 around 24 came out in 2001? Yeah. Oh my God. And, and there, how many, are there 22 episodes in that or 24 episodes? Yeah. Because each episode is a minute or something, right? Each episode is one hour. Is an hour. Yeah. 24. Okay. 24 hours. Yes. <laughs> I'll see a theme. You know what, yeah, guys? They, it's they the, the greatest out of an hour to convey one minute. <laughs> the greatest thing about the Dork Forest is the drinking game that is when Jackie doesn't know shit. <laughs> Blaze up, wastoids. Uh, so, but, so every, <laughs> So every episode's an hour. And, uh, well, I haven't seen any of them, any of them, because I never, I was like, well, I don't, I, 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 I don't like, Keith, Keith Sutherland was never my go-to. And I know Mary Lynn, and I like mm-hmm. Mary Lynn, um, but, um. That was wild casting that she's on there as like. 
It's not the, comedy at all. Not comedy at all. And a computer person, and yeah. I know this specifically, she has no computer skills. Mm-hmm. She is not a computer person. She's just sort of like, yeah, she's just sort of, her character is, is like actress. a sulky, kind of Asperger's adjacent <laughs> kind of person. Um, well, that's a little typecasty. Yeah. No, what? <laughs> hey, Marilyn, yeah, call me. Yeah, destroy her. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, without any sort of uh, yeah, I saw her at a comedy show when I was like deep in this dorkdom because I discovered it late. I like The show had been on for five years, and I was like, no, it's too – I don't want to see late. stuff I'm that's too late. Too, no, I, like, I rejected it because we were like, 9-11 had just happened. War, 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 more war. I'm like, I don't want to freaking watch this shit. Right. And then I don't know what changed my mind, but I watched it. And so I, I binged on like – all six years and like a few weeks. Right. And, uh, right. and well, I happened to see Marilyn at a comedy show and I was just like, just a, ridiculous. A just starstruck. like interrupted her between like, just like someone else was even taught. Someone, it was during someone's set that she was trying to watch. I'm like, Hey, by the way, I'm like whispering and be like, that show is so good. Like she doesn't like, Oh, and it's, it's one of those things where I had nothing unique to convey. Like, I think there was, Sometimes when I see people that I love, like yeah. if there's some like, yeah, I have like a real in, like, you know, oh yeah, that movie that takes place in like, you know, Boston, my sister lives in that neighborhood. Like that, that would right. feel legit, but this right. is just like, that's a fucking great show. <laughs> By the way, this show that you set out to create so people would enjoy, I really fucking enjoy it. Success. I just want to yeah. let you know that I uh, truly enjoyed that show. Yeah, and, but it was uh, about but like- you can't live in the moment and watch uh, Paul of Tompkins on stage. I'm yeah. so sorry. Right. <laughs> and, or whatever you're doing. Blah, blah, blah. We, he's great. Whatever. He's great. In other news. I'm uh, sorry. I have a, I have an opinion here that's pretty important. <laughs> and super useful. You've never heard it. I get it. I'm getting the sense you're on the fence. You're questioning your life choices about doing 24. Do not. Do not. Keep yeah. going. Keep going if you get a chance. Yeah. And uh, that's uh, – I watched iZombie on the Delta on, on, on a plane. No iZombie – see, because you said Grey's Anatomy goes to Washington. Mm-hmm. iZombie is a zombie show. I don't like zombies. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I, I'm over zombies personally. It's, yeah. I don't get it. I, I'm like – the Walking Dead. I wa- I read the first two trades, and I was like, Whoa. "Oh, there's still zombies." Or, or, I, mm-hmm. You can wrap it up. And uh, I but, watched the first year, I think, of Walking Dead. Yeah, and then I tried to. Watch. I heard it was. I hear it's really fun and interesting. I really like the opera-y. first season, but then after a while, it's like, "All right, oh, so they're going to try to escape from zombies again this this episode? Oh, I right. wonder what's going to happen in the next episode. Oh, <laughs> they're going to try and escape be... from more. Okay. So, I Zombie is this essentially is heresy to so many people. By the way, I know. Which, which, if you love it, that's great. I'm mm-hmm. all for it. But what I liked about I zombie. I watched five episodes on this flight. Mm-hmm. Uh, five? Yeah, that's a long flight. I don't know where the hell I was mm-hmm. going, but um, it's essentially Castle. Oh, but I like Castle with zombies. Mm-hmm. I love Castle, mm-hmm. and but it's essentially um, she is a zombie, and she is also a doctor, and so she goes into um, she goes into. Uh, the morgue mm-hmm. and starts working at the morgue instead of she was going to be an amazing surgery mm-hmm. surgeon, but she got bit by a zombie. Nobody knows she's a zombie except for the other morgue guy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you need brains, right? And she's like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I need brains. <laughs> but when she eats the brains, she, she can figure out who killed them. Mm-hmm. And she can, she can solve crimes when she eats the brains of murder victims. Oh, so, uh, that's, uh, that's just good writing as far as I'm concerned. I am in iZombie. What is, uh, what channel is it on? Or is it American? Probably it- Fox. Okay. And it is, um, it's, the, I will say this is that the bad guy, really bad. 
Oh. He's super scary because there is another zombie mm-hmm. who is a bad guy zombie mm-hmm. and he is trying to make other people into zombies and she's looking for a cure for zombieism and he's trying to raise a zombie army. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she's like, she doesn't, that's the last one I saw where she didn't know that he was a bad guy. She suspected he might be, mm-hmm. but. There was some zombie mockumentary out there out this year that I saw and it was really hilarious. I don't think. It's from New Zealand, and the guy that plays the manager on Flight of the Concords <laughs> is in it. Oh, okay. And, but I don't, I didn't recognize any of the other actors, but it was really, gosh, so, um, don't know the title. Right. Don't know but the title, you but you guys, it was funny. documentary, Flight of the Concords manager, you can find New it. Zealand. New yeah, Zealand. Yeah, type that in. Sure. It's, uh, so who, so, but you have, so what is the LA pop culture stuff? Like you, the, like historical. Okay. There, there were, well, there were is, fun history. There was, there's fun history and there is, okay. So my favorite category, there's a couple of my favorite categories, LA people, where it was just the name of a person or some details, you know, cause it is, I hate the word diverse cause it sounds so like mm, preachy and eat your spinach, <laughs> but it's like, it is, a, it's a very diverse place, but, um, Los Angeles itself, you yeah. mean? Oh, but oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But in terms of L.A., there are two L.A. deaths that I'm fascinated by. Uh, my, one of my favorite shows is Six Feet Under, which started with a death on every episode. It oh, was about right. the funeral directors. Yeah, yeah. And uh, these would be freaking fantastic, you know, Six episodes, Feet Under deaths. Yeah. Um, the Silver Lake Walking Man, do you remember him? No. What year? Uh, this is late, I know, circa 2007. He died in – he died about three or four years ago. Um, the walking man, he is a doctor. He was this hunched, he was orange. I mean, he was like a guy that was, I mean, when I say orange, I mean, he was very tan from oh, right, right. outside every day, <laughs> but he walked, he lived in Silver Lake. He was a physician and he walked like to and from like all the way to like sunset and La Brea every day. Or like even f- he walked like 20 miles a day. It was his thing. And I yeah. saw him all the time, you know, every time I would see him a few times a year and like everyone knew who he was. And he died a few years ago and it was on Facebook and it was like, oh, poor guy. That's so sad, you know? And then, excuse me, uh, later learned from doing a little intel on right. one, of my, one of my categories, he was a doctor feel good. Um, one of, he had, a, he was a doctor right. and he overprescribed one of his patients who died and he was okay. under investigation. So he committed suicide in his jacuzzi by covering, getting into his jacuzzi and just drowning himself in there. He pulled the cover over it. And so. When you wow. talk about LA deaths, I think that's, that's the topper. Um, that, yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna want to I'm not clean like that. a gruesome, I'm not like a grim goth, I'm not a goth person, <laughs> but that <laughs> is just like, I'm not like, ugh, that's the, the dark weird... side. Yeah, that's it's creepy. It's just so fucking creepy and just, um. That's super sad. It's so, yeah. But he was a Dr. Feel Good in the way that you mean he was like the guy who, who. Not like Aretha Franklin song about a guy that. Right, <laughs> not hot, touching and, yeah. and not sexy, but. Like, but here's but, my prescription pad. I'm going to make you feel better. Right. You sure. can have whatever you want. Wink, kind wink. of stuff. Sure. These values. Okay. Yeah. Sure. You, you, you seem Oxycontin tense. Oxycontin is a, is a yeah. drug that people enjoy. Yeah. I've heard the words. I don't know mm-hmm. a lot about it. I'm over here having yeah. a uh, peanut butter cup. So, and the other LA death is the uh, Patrick Nagel, who is the uh, an artist. He did the cover of Duran Duran's Rio album. He did all these women. He was really fixated on. They looked like Japanese anime, and they were these sexy. Um, he did he did a lot of illustrations for Playboy magazine, and uh, it's super quintessentially eighties. He used a lot of purple and a lot of stripes, and they looked like just. Uh, Cartoon it was figures. illustrations or were they photographs? 
They were definitely not photographs. They okay. were illustrations and I believe even paintings. I, I don't know okay. about the artwork. But anyway, he uh he basically, I mean, got the biggest score ever is that, you know, doing this Duran Duran album cover when they were, you know, when they're at the top of their yeah. game. Yeah. And he died in Los Angeles um, <laughs> by having a heart attack after an aerobathon in Santa Monica in 1984. What's an aerobathon? Like some 24 hour aerobics event. Like an, the, 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 the idea of it. <laughs> yes. A sea of leg warmers and lycra and spandex and feel the burn. And, yeah. <laughs> Not mocking the, the poor man's death. And it was, <laughs> I'm not. I'm just making light of it. Right, right, right. Just a little. It's not too soon. It's It's just you know. Right, 1984. That does not seem too soon. It's just that I find his death amusing. Um. Anyway. uh, Right. But yeah, and I was convinced. I'm like, okay, died of a heart attack. He was only like roughly 40 years old. Had to have been cocaine involved. Uh. Evidently, I I scoured the internet to try and justify for comedy reasons. Like for some reason, I thought it would be funnier if it were a coke overdose after an aerobathon. (laughs) The, the guy just loved cigarettes and cheeseburgers. I mean, oh, he okay. really had – it was like he was a three-pack-a-day smoker or something. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So but, he was just genuinely not – but for some reason wanted to do aerobics for 40 hours or 24 hours or whatever. There were probably a lot of lovely ladies there that he wanted to meet or you know, Right, whatever. that he wanted that was, to turn into anime. His subjects. <laughs> yeah, his subjects were there. It was the breeding ground. Um, wow. Yeah. That is weird. You know, I have always wanted to write – um, sort of an L.A. noir kind of murder mystery novel. Mm-hmm. And it started about a year and a half ago when I drove out to where April Macy lives in the Palisades. Mm-hmm. The light that hits the Palisades. She lives across the street. It's more from, expensive light. It is very expensive lighting. <laughs> she lives like Geffen has some sort of castle on the on the ocean, right? Ghetto. Or it's it's a it's a it's a giant. Is it ghetto? I'm kidding. Okay. But it's like, it's a, it's a, it's not the Hearst castle. He doesn't have that kind of money, but he does. It's like the some lower, sort of mid lower level castle. It's a, it's like a compoundy thing, okay. right? But you have to walk through his, there's a walkway to get to the ocean because it's a public beach mm-hmm. and she lives across the street from it mm-hmm. in the ghetto. Like there's his weird castle mm-hmm. and compound and then across there is um apartment buildings that look like any number of crimes are going on Where like in the palisades is this? it's on it's on the one oh, okay. it's, it's on pacific the coast pacific, highway. pacific coast highway and it looks like the kind of place where someone who with a hangover would show up mm-hmm. because he had been hired uh to look to find somebody's daughter and <laughs> I do love those movies. That is, that is my sweet are, spot. Yeah. That is a pretty sweet, but it would have to like take- Like Harper, Paul Newman, those movies in the 70s. Oh yeah? Yeah. Is a, I've never seen Harper. The oh, Paul, he's like a- Paul a, Newman movie? Yeah, broken, like kind of a, a sh- he's like, um, the Rockford Files basically. Okay. He's like, yeah. uh, it's a very similar character, just sort of the, uh, you know, I'm gonna look into this family kind of thing. Right, and, I'll, I'm gonna help you out, yeah. and then we're gonna find out that something hor- went horribly wrong yeah. because she had a dream. Yeah. And those she apart- came out- It's still the Palisades though, so she probably pays, if it's, if she owns, she's- she She's does not rich. own. Rich. Oh. <laughs> I don't think she owns. Mm-hmm. I think she spends a great. April Macy, call me and yeah. uh, tell me whether or not April, you're. April, we're doing your financials here, <laughs> and uh, we're just checking you're in. Just throwing away money every month. I you understand know? you spent a month in Bali, just hanging out on the beach. So oh, you probably don't doing. own. Yeah, <laughs> you probably are just living your life <laughs> to the fullest, and I appreciate that. Yeah. So, but I just I want like I want. Like I want – there's so many things that happen in this town that that I don't live that life at all. Mm-hmm. Like I live an incredibly just kind of very basic – it feels almost like a blue-collar life. Mm-hmm. And it's not 
it's less suburban than small town. Yeah. It doesn't feel, it doesn't feel Stepford wife. It feels yeah. very much, well, I'm going to go grow some tomatoes in my backyard. <laughs> and, um, but there is another part of Los Angeles that involves a great deal of drugs. And oh, yeah. people are doing that Oaxaca or whatever, which oh, is ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Oaxaca might be a I province. Wink, wink. No, no. Might no, be no, no, a no. province yeah. in uh, Mexico. <laughs> and, um, yeah, no, that, that drug actually is supposed to be like some sort of mind blowing, um, whatever. D- 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 yeah. But somebody wants like, to come on and do a dork to them. But I think if you're an asshole, you're an asshole, you're an asshole. <laughs> and ayahuasca is not going to help. It's you. not going to fix it. Yeah. It's not going to blow your mind no. and make you into a better person. No. Okay. <laughs> no. You heard it here first. You I, guys. Exactly. exactly. I love how like, definitive and I'm weighing in on this thing. I, I know only of from conversations like this or, right. uh, the, uh, there was a movie that came out this year when, while we're young mm-hmm. with, uh, Ben Stiller and, uh, Naomi Watts and they, they did it. Oh, did they do it yeah. in the movie? Yeah. Okay. And so you got to see some sort of, uh, like a fictionalized version of what it's supposed exactly. to be like. Yes. What is it? Cause like ecstasy, I remember friends of mine doing ecstasy mm-hmm. and trying to heal like a broken washing machine. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> there's nothing more boring than watching other people on drugs, yeah. quite honestly. This last weekend I was in Washington state mm-hmm. and they've legalized pot mm-hmm. in Washington state. And so every night someone would show up with a pot filled rice crispy treat. Mm-hmm. And, um, they're like, just do a corner. And uh, I was like, well, first of all, no. Uh, <laughs> second of all, why would someone ruin a Rice Krispie Treat yeah. by putting drugs in it? And Good just point. give Good me point. a regular Solid Rice Krispie Treat. Yeah. <laughs> and then if I wanted to do drugs, I'd go do drugs. Mm-hmm. Why do you got to mix those two things together? It's that not is weird for me. That there's a peer pressure element too. Like. It felt peer pressure. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I don't mean to not be cool, but I'm not cool. Mm-hmm. It's uh, That's why I have the dork forest yeah. as a safe space. <laughs> this and- is your drug. This is your Rice Krispies <laughs> treat right here. <laughs> this is it. It's all done with dark chocolate at this juncture. Though there, was, I did work with a kid named Eddie Woodhall. Uh, Eddie Woodhall is uh, is a very nice young man uh, from uh, from Indiana and he is uh, being led astray by drugs now well he uh, he said he went to the to the this is one of his bits so get, go to andywoodhall.com uh, and you could probably watch him do it and see him do stand up comedy but um he was talking about how he went and he bought cookies Mm-hmm. From, from the, the bakery that had drugs in their cookies. Mm-hmm. And he was like, this is crazy. And they said, well, if you've never done edibles before, you should only eat half a cookie and then, uh, wait and see how it reacts to you. And he's like, and he's not, he- he's not heavy. He's a little, his face is a little chubby. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, yeah, so I spent a big portion of my time eating half a cookie. You <laughs> I never eat. <laughs> There's nobody who eats half a cookie no one. and then yeah, that's waits an hour mm-hmm. to see what's going to happen. Yeah. And it was a very funny bit. Go see Andy. We're, I'm just going to talk about other comics. I yeah, played exactly. Joe, I'm I played, pro- hey, 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 hey. I'm promoting me, all right? Me yeah, looking Steve up Young number Comedy, one. Akbar, or we're don't both doing go. it tonight. Or don't go to AndyWoodHall.com. Or don't. Yeah, avoid yeah. it. So, But you like um, – but yeah, I like the idea – I like the idea of uh, of us letting you talk about something. What 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 would you like to talk about? Oh, you know what? The names of things. Like I 
The thing that was cool about trivia, even though I don't do it anymore, and I'm, <laughs> even though I've hated on it in this conversation, <laughs> um, it was cool to have like just an idle curiosity during the week and then be like, yeah, let's find that out. And I just, I like the names of things. Like I liked learning that Reebok is named for a gray Reebok, which is a type of antelope. Oh, weird. Um, I like just having my Who, favorite thing to do. Why is it named after? Did there was there a reason? I would find these out to write the questions, and once I got the info, I'd be like, it's moving like on, sieve. moving on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, that's why. But it's why, named after an antelope. Yeah, and the word and uh, Fritos, the chips. Yeah. means it is fried in Spanish. That's the Spanish word for fried. Oh, yeah. It's a you're getting a bag of fried something. Yeah. Okay. Well, f- all right. Yeah. Um, I don't. I I like the idea. Of that as well, like just being able to just and and did anybody? I like having a curiosity about something that's in plain sight, or just having knowing something, knowing more about something that's in plain sight, and having this information revealed. And the other type of question: there was one night where I asked, um, you know, where did Martin Luther King give his "I Have a Dream" speech? And I overheard someone at this table; they're debating their answer, and they're like, "I hate that I don't know this." Like I thought that was kind of. Not that I want people to have a, a miserable experience, but I like that it was just like There's, we should know this, we ought to know this. It's it's right there, but why don't we know it? And just having something very you know simple, right? And well, and of course, what I like is that it was a you know it was in that motel in Memphis. No, that's not <laughs> that's not where he did the speech, Jackie. But what happened is I have spent. I was talking to, to I don't I don't know who I was talking I to. I have this a week. story about. Oh, do you? Well, I realize I'm a garbage person when I had a four-hour layover in Memphis, Tennessee, from Atlanta to uh, L.A., and I decided to go venture. I only had time to do one thing, Graceland or the Civil Rights Museum, which is at the Lorraine Hotel where Martin Luther King was assassinated. Right. I so chose Graceland. A, I you, chose you Graceland. Had a four-hour layover in Memphis. Yeah. And you decided so I left Graceland. the airport and I went to Graceland. Let me tell you something. I have done both of those things mm-hmm. when, when in Memphis. First, we went to the Civil Rights Museum, mm-hmm. and I thought it was kind of tacky that it was in the Lorraine Museum. Oh. It is not tacky. Do you know what it is? Enormously moving. Yeah. Uh, it turns out. Yeah. And, um. Oh, at first, see, I thought, I liked the way you were going first by saying it was tacky. I'm like, good, I was right. And then it's an, <laughs> Enormously moving. I'm like, all right, next. Next. And then I went to Graceland and, uh, the next time we went to Memphis and the weird thing about, I kept saying this until Andy kept, uh, made me stop. I said, it looks like a McMansion. It looks like a McMansion. Yeah. And he said, it was a mansion. Leave it alone. Mm-hmm. It wasn't made in the nineties right. from dot yeah. com money. It's just a mansion and it was uh it's a big house. And it's the but, best you could do from selling a hundred million albums in the seventies. <laughs> right. It was all that he could do. Yeah. But it was uh both of those things are actually worthwhile. Mm-hmm. And um there's the one thing that I'm told I was supposed to go do is have barbecue, but I you know, I don't I think I think Whenever I travel and people are like, you're in the South, you have to try biscuits and gravy. And I was like, why do you get to have a salad? Why do I yeah. have to always have the bad food? They're like, they think well, they because are. you're never, because you don't come here that often. And mm. you're like, no, no, I'm down here like three, four well, times yeah, a year. Well, yeah, if you're a touring comic, you're going to go, it's right, not I'm in a that, rare experience. It is not a rare, even though I love biscuits and gravy mm-hmm. and I enjoy bacon a great deal. Um but if you're going to have a salad, I would also like to try to eat healthy. Well, especially if you're going to go on stage that night and just, you don't, you know, there's not that it's, not that you have to run right. a marathon that night, but at the same time, there's something about like, 
Right, try you to don't keep want, it a little You don't bit. want lead in your stomach to be like, just, <laughs> okay. But it, I, yeah, I do like, I like going to the, to the local places that are, that are, that are supposed to be great. But. I went to KFC in honor of Ellis. I did have, um, KFC after going to Graceland. There, I did want to go. In Kentucky or? No, no, no That no. would have been in, no, in Tennessee. No, in Memphis. Um, but I did kind of look for someplace southern, but I'm like, I have to get back to the airport. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Get back, meet my flight. I think I had a couple of Jim Beams at the airport. Like I did, you know, have my. Right, you tried to do a Tennessee kind of southern like moment. Exactly, yeah. Right, you did everything you could do. You yeah. didn't watch those ducks walk up the the pathway. There's a hotel in in um, Memphis that has ducks that walk up a red carpet every every no, day. No, I missed that. Well. Gosh, so I mean, now this is another hard choice. If I another, only have four hours again, which will I do? The again, ducks? I would. <laughs> Civil I would recommend. Rights Museum. Well, it was. I was talking to somebody how they didn't want to do some some material about it was. Oh, it was the writing of material that the the audience might not get. Mm-hmm. And I, all I and we were talking about how it's important if you want to do a weirdo history joke. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is remind people of the history. Yeah. Like if you want to want to tell a joke about Martin Luther King's speech, you just go, remember he was in front of the reflecting pool and, you know, you tell him that and then the audience goes, yes, yes, mm-hmm. I remember yes. that. And you don't have to go, do you remember this? You don't have to mm-hmm. make a production of it. You just say it in passing and everyone's mm-hmm. like, that's right. Yeah. And the people who had already remembered it were like, yeah, yeah, get to the joke. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but everyone feels a little bit smarter and you get to do kind yeah. of a weirdo joke. Mm-hmm. Like they feel good about themselves. Yep. But they're like, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Liberia settled yeah. by <laughs> repatriated slaves. Yeah. And cause I had had a Liberia joke that I did for a little while that I, nobody I was just enjoyed. I was like, yeah, I just said sure. as if I knew that. Sure. <laughs> but it was, but, but once reminded of it, you're like, I think somebody did tell me that mm-hmm. once, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. See? So it's, I think that there's a, <laughs> there's like, a <laughs> could I say no right now? <laughs> you could. Sure. What the heck? It's, I didn't know, uh, how many, how many minutes were in an hour. So, uh, there oh, yeah, was 24. Right. Remember? Yeah. 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 There's t- safest space yeah, in the world. That Steve happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Safest space in the world. So what, um, what else, uh, what do you like about the Rolling Stones? I like that that was in there. That was the intro to Slave. That's, um, yeah. That, that that's your favorite song? Um, that's the, for some reason that the song, that's the first song that came to mind. I think it, um, I met Keith Richards when I worked on, uh, what? I was, I was an assistant on the Pirates. Actually, I can't say I met him. I had an encounter, but I know, like, I just love them. I love them. Uh, got into them. I think I'm the youngest of three. So my older sister, uh, had Tattoo You, that album. Okay. Um, where they're tattooed on the cover. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. So it was so cool. And I like, I own their, I used to own their vinyl and I own Let It Bleed. And, uh, I worked on, I was, uh, Jeffrey Rush's assistant on the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Okay. So Keith Richards had a part as Johnny Depp's father. Oh, and, wow. Um, it was badass. I forget. To I was, be even in his presence kind of thing. Exactly. For days exactly. or just a day or and an was, hour. He was there for, I think, uh, a couple days. Um, yeah. And I wanted to strategize. I was strategizing like, man, I want my moment. I want my, <laughs> yeah, I, couldn't I? Do a, I couldn't do a Maryland rice cup thing right. where it's like ambush. No, and be like, you're at work. Hey, and by yeah. the way, Keith, I don't know if you know this, but you're, you guys, <laughs> <laughs> I've always enjoyed your work. You're onto something. You're onto something. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently he was in the trailer getting his makeup done one day. And uh, one of the rolling, like one of their songs happened to come on the, the, uh, the radio. And he just said, 
I think I hear money. <laughs> so I think it's pretty clever. That is, uh, that seems fair enough. Yeah, but I walked by. I happened to be holding a hammer, and he walked, and I walked by Keith Richards sitting outside, and he just goes, "Hammer man, hammer man," uh, and he did this like growl, like as if. He was like a car in neutral, like right as he like you know, <laughs> leave it in gear. I might want to say something again in a moment. Right. And I was like, hey, as Wade, I'm like, holy shit, it's Keith Richards. Um said anything to you in your direction. Freaking A, yeah. That works. Yeah, that works he, as a I moment. was just like an object on screen that he like sort of, you know, um like, hey, Shiny. that's a person that's a man, he's holding a hammer. Uh and then I had this canvas butterfly chair on set and someone in his entourage just grabbed it and pulled it over and was using you know, just yeah. using it sitting in it. And uh I walked over to the I'm like, ah I looked outside I remember looking outside the trailer window and be like, My in, I found it. So I just walked over and I just said, Hey, uh my name's Steve. I'm I'm Jeffrey's assistant and the guy just sort of looked at me like, Yeah, so and I just said, Uh you're actually sitting in my chair and he he's like, I'm not Keith Richards, by the way, this oh, is right. an assistant. Okay. Or someone in his entourage. And then uh and he's like, Oh sorry mate. I'm like, No no no, it's fine. I, I I'm I'm magnanimous in this scenario. <laughs> um <laughs> Yes. And then I said, you know, would it be cool? Would, do you think he could sign? Could he sign the chair? Like this big piece of canvas. I mean, those yeah. chairs are like 40 bucks, so screw it. And, uh, he's like, oh yeah, sure, mate. We just need one of those. What was it? A, a shoppie? And they're like five. They're all, all these guys are like Keith's age and I think probably have just only slightly more brain cells than. So he's like, oh yeah, we seen one of those. Was it a shoppie? Shop. And they all started to shout the word sharpie at each other. And I'm like, okay, this is not going to fucking happen. And I sort of actually, I think I walked backwards away. Like, don't turn your back. Something bad is going to happen. <laughs> right. They don't know what a marker yeah. is. And then later that night or later that day, uh, like he, he signed it. I got or, or an assistant did and pretend it was from Keith Richards. Right, but right. It said, Something happened. He wrote one love. In it, the Bob Marley. So apparently, that's how he. Like, if I had actually officially met him, he would yeah. have shook my hand, and said oh, one love. Instead of nice to meet you, would say one love. Okay. And so he wrote one love in giant letters, and then he said, you know, and then Keith Richards, wow. two thousand six. So and I'm like, well, no one. I'm not letting anyone ever sit in that chair. Like, I'm not. That's, yeah, that one's mine now. So I just carved out the canvas and framed it, and this like, <laughs> and I found this like groovy. I got, I got kind of, you know, like, you know, DIY Martha Stewart. I found an Ikea sheet that was kind of like swirly and sixties looking. So I used that as the background and framed it. And oh, you matted it yourself, did you? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And it's sort it. of slid down and it's not in the proper place. And, uh, maybe I can YouTube like the right. correct way to possibly frame. there's a glue gun in your future or I, something. Yeah. Or yeah. You don't want to glue gun it, but without, you know, Too as much- long as. As long as the, the words, I don't, I'm just afraid, I'm afraid of, here's how much of a non-dork I am. I'm afraid of misusing a glue gun. It's like, <laughs> yes, I know gravity will take care of it if you hold it over a surface and you affix them, but I'm worried about like smearing the, the actual word. I'm worried about the glue coming, this is fascinating listening. No, this is, um, this is, what I like is 58 minutes, we really get into it. Yeah, Go. exactly. Oh, it's so therapeutic. Um, <laughs> Well, it's still, it's sort of centered, not really, who cares, but I look at it every day and I feel fantastic that it's about in my life. It. Yeah. Um, I just don't want, I don't know enough about the properties of glue and maybe this could be like a user forum for your website or something. <laughs> or you or, could, yeah, maybe you comment can get section. somebody tweet at Steve yeah. and tell him that, yeah. uh, the glue gun is a, it's a, it's, it's. I don't want it to stain. I don't want it, I don't want it to be stained. I guess that's what I'm Oh, there to you say. go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you just... I don't want to, like, come through on the other side and you have these weird marks. I just want oh, to look, right, like, right. You yeah. don't want, like, watermarks or anything exactly. over the over, over the signature. Exactly. I don't know. Do you have any That's listeners perfect. that are, like, part of Sotheby's or, like, a really... Or, like, <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Email me, Jackie at JackieGage.com. Some Sachi and Sachi stuff. Steve Young, it has been an hour. 
It has right. gone super fast. Awesome. It was awesome. Thank you so much for being on the Dork Forest. Everyone should go to steveyoungcomedy.com and check out all the Twitter, Insta, whatever yeah. happening. And can I plug my show? Please plug your show. That'd be a great time for you to say no. No, sorry. No. Nope. Uh, I run a comedy show twice a month here in, in Los L- Angeles. Yes. If you ever come to town? And it's called This Show Was on My Vision Board, and it's at Akbar <laughs> in Los Angeles. That's four three five six Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> Hashtag Vision Board Comedy. Vision Board Comedy at Akbar, which is what? A, what do you say when you get up there? The only Muslim themed gay bar in the was that you? Yeah, absolutely. Islam. I say, I say yeah. I, I say this is my favorite. This is my favorite Islamic theme gay bar in on the Los east Angeles. side. On the east side <laughs> for comedy. <laughs> right, because it's called Akbar, you guys. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's, Islamic theme. I think you know it's more Moroccan, I, but I went, Islamic is funnier. Right. I think. I think tiny hat, you guys. I think tiny fez, which is Turkish, <laughs> which is actually Turkish. Jackie Cation, making friends, being racially and sexually and <laughs> sensitively and creed all sensitive, all the sensitive things in a row. It's all a blur, you guys. Thanks so much for listening to The Dork Forest. You know the rules. Take care out there. Bye. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. We why don't we just call that as the end of the show?